The Sample Axis, administered by Boyga Nelson. Yeah, let me try that. So, ladies and gentlemen, I'm back for today, and uh, what we call Sample Axis podcast basically is is a podcast that talks about music, essentially talking about samples from however long ago to present day so episode 20 yeah so episode 20 we should find a weird not weird a cute you know all this jubilee whatever jubilee well i don't know is this silver jubilee no not Half silver jubilee. Uh, or, or uh, no, no. you can hey. say a score of episodes let's a score of episodes let's just make it cute right, like all right. these all these oyibo people yeah which sounds so this is well put together episode number 20, 20 man. of the sample access podcast how, how do you feel about this so far i feel great i feel honestly don't cap on, that's the truth honestly i feel great i feel, I feel really good because, I mean, I did see when we started this that we're going to go beyond yeah. 20. But, like, the fact that we've been taking it step by step. and It goes back to August 2020. August 20, 2020. Yeah. And um, we have been dropping solid stuff. Legit. I've been listening back to all our episodes. No cap. And I'm no saying, cap. I'm checking up on that. And I'm saying, okay, you know what? We're doing okay. I think it was around um, March or February this year. Yeah. We got uh, one of the podcast reviewers called Pod Status. Yeah. Somewhere in maybe Spain or in the US. I don't know where exactly they're based, but they, they mailed us to tell us that apparently we were not even checking the chart. Yeah, we didn't check the we chart. Were, we, were not, top five. we were not checking numbers or, you know, however. But on Apple Podcasts, we were rated top five. Top five. Music commentary podcasts in Nigeria. Top five. And that's, 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 that's legit. a big deal. That's top legit. Five. Maybe not as big a deal. For other because, people. Because, because me, I'm not easily impressed. But yeah, it's the I'm fact that now. people, they hear them. Normal life. And if I hear to, if I listen to my stuff, I like which is my own number one validation. Exactly. If I like what I do, I'm like, yo, boy, guy, you, you, that that sounds good. Because like, true be told, like true be told, I'm like my, I'm like the harshest critic for myself. Yeah. And that's what like that's that. uh, people don't pe- people around me will know that a lot. I mean, I've I've done a couple of things. I mean, I am a creative director, mm-hmm. and I've directed a lot of advertisements, and you know, I've done a, I've done a movie, I've done a, a couple of shots, and. I always end up not liking most of my works, mm. and people like them. And people are like, "Yeah, this is cool." This is not bad. I mean, I can't I can't talk about most of the stuff I've done because mm. most of them is uncoded. You get, but still, uh, when I started this, when we started this podcast, mm-hmm. I'm like, "Okay, just, what?" I had this. Let's yeah, try a, co- this. a couple of a couple of episodes in. I mean, like fresh two episodes. I'm like, "Okay, yeah, I'm feeling the energy is cool. It's mm-hmm. all right." But like, I wasn't. I was like, "Okay, let's see how this goes." And yeah. then the. Zinoliski episode which we still reference a lot is yeah. because I think that episode kind of like changed the outlook of the podcast yeah. I, that's where we knew what we were actually working with yeah. and yeah. how we're going to approach every episode that episode made me realize that okay so we, we talked about um, Alaji Sikira in the Barista of Blessed Memory um, talked about uh, moving from that to present day made me realize okay there's actually some there's con- a connect there's, there's some content here okay, yeah. and if not for anything, the fact that this podcast allows me to be able to research about old artists, people like Eddie Oconta, people like uh, um, the Peacock Guitar Band, people like uh, Malaika in in, in, South in South Africa that we're getting into today, people like Miriam Akiba, Manu Dibango, Priest Nkumbago, all these people, the fact that I get the reason, I have a reason to go back and check on them, yeah. makes this 
a day job for me so to speak yeah. so yeah we're happy to have folks listen thank you for downloading thank you for sharing thank you for supporting and thank you to the people who rate us i mean we appreciate big ups, this big ups to all the frequent listeners the yeah. ones that have listened from episode one down to this point and people who comment on so audio we mark you. we really appreciate yeah. that and yeah we barely started for real. Like started. See, we, the work is plenty. The, it is plenty in the do air. His day, do his day. Do his there day. There is doings to be done. Uh, and you, and, and we are here for it. We are going to see. Shout out to Cotty right Yeah, shout out to Cotty for that. We are going to see doings. And uh, with all sense of modesty, we are here to make real content. And, you know, we want to get that out to as many people as, as possible. What do we have on deck today? Solid work, man. Solid work. Um, normally, we have, um, after every five episodes, we try to do something international because we know that um, our listeners are not just Nigerians. And we also know Nigerians love listening to... Especially because all kinds of music make it here. Yeah. Now, Nigerians, we actually love listening to a couple of um, foreign, foreign foreign um, songs. And most of the time, we connect to some of the songs. I mean, yeah. we've had a couple of episodes. For example, the Kwansai episode where we're talking about High Life. And uh, even our last episode, we're talking about Eddie Okonta yeah. to High Life High coming Life into play. This is Ghanaian music coming all the way here. Yeah. And then we also had... Um, that blue, I mean Eiffel Tower. That was yeah, a great time yeah. when we did it's that. It's actually, yeah. it's not that blue. Um, Eiffel, Eiffel 65 uh, blue. Double D. It started uh, okay. blue, blue or double D. D. Yeah, yeah. So, Eiffel 65. Uh, yeah, and also um, I'm lots of songs. Yeah, it allows us Premier to go to go to different beyond, beyond. Different and that's why we decided that we're going to do um every five episodes. We had yeah. a little bit of an, an issue one yeah, time. Yeah, one in five episodes has to be foreign. Yeah, thirteen was um uh, finale. Yeah. Right? And then we had the mix-up, but we tried to sort that out, and that's yeah. why we are back here. Throwback to the last foreign episodes we have done. The first one was yeah, the first OPP. One, yeah. yeah, OPP um, uh, with Dilemma from yeah, and Dilemma Party Label. Yeah, yeah. Man, you know what? Legit I'm excited stuff. about this, but let's just get to it today because you know our timing yeah. has to be perfect Legit. for this particular one. So to, um, the quarter today. Yeah, the quarter today we have Heavy K, Uyeke sampling. Phil Collins, Another Day in Paradise. Now, this is something that a lot of people would love mm-hmm. because, you know, it's a vibe originally. Legit. Organic vibe. And then we have Casper in your vest. Your vest, your vest, your vest, your vest. Featuring Guapele with um, Destiny. Sampling the song from Malaika, Destiny. Now, we have a lot of talk on this um, Destiny theme, but let's just start with the... Uh, Heavy K. The Heavy K sample. And Phil Collins. My first um, connect to Phil Collins has to be later in my life and that song is um i think the song is find a way to my heart find a way to my heart you don't know the song i, I think i know find a way to my heart find a way i know i know you played that song a couple of times you see me. the problem i have with this with this podcast is sometimes i i, I have a bad voice but i have oh, to sing yeah. find a way to okay. my heart <laughs> you know what we can that do. song is so beautiful we can actually just you know when you say you want to sing instead of doing it we just say you know listen to a snippet <laughs> instead of Instead yes, of no. trying to sing because I mean, sometimes. But then again, my voice, my voice, yeah. I can. I, I but have that's to. big. That's big. I, um, Phil Collins has been like in all of us, all of us right here in Nigeria. I yeah. think a lot of people connect to Phil Collins, and in a special way. For those few songs, maybe yeah. like five, to, five songs of his. And that, I know, I know the first, I, I know the first song that I heard from Phil Collins. I have a very big like. Um, story that connects Phil Collins but I'm just going to quickly go on that because you know we're talking Phil Collins the big man mm-hmm. um, Phil Collins the first song that I know from Phil Collins is in the air tonight now I heard that song you know there are some songs for example I've spoken about a couple of songs that I feel connected to a special way mm. now in the air tonight happens to be one of them yes I love music so I have a lot of songs that I feel like specially connected to mm. um, Phil Collins is in the air tonight 
great jam. I just knew it was a song I would love. So I looked for a way to get it. And um, growing up, I've actually seen a lot of people, especially those that are younger than I am. I'm not old, but I'm pretty young. So like people that are way younger than I am. Mm -hmm. And I'm sharing, I I remember the first time in uni, year one. So like... I was in a house and the girl that stays beside me, she just started year one. She, no, she, I was in year three, she was in year one. And then she comes out and she's trying to wash her clothes and then she starts playing in the oh, air tonight. Wow. So sharing in the air tonight, obviously, I got goosebumps. And did I'm you, like, Did you guys date? No. Why do you? I mean, really? that's a good way to connect. No, <laughs> <laughs> no we didn't Music date. is a good love. I'm language, not like man. that. I'm not like that. No, I'm you not can th- love my kind of music, but like, I mean, it's, that's it's, not enough. Yeah, it's way let's, beyond let's that. It's way beyond that. So, yeah. I heard her play in the air tonight and I had to approach her immediately. I never, t- I've never like spoken to her before. Like, really? Yeah. What was the conversation like? I, I just said, I approached her and I'm like, yes, that's what I want to talk about. And that's why it blew my mind. I'm like, hey, what's up? How are you? I mean, I didn't have to say that. I know you're young, so like, mm-hmm. you know, you can call this like way so out of How did like, you come about so I'm like, How are you? Okay, um, this is this song you're playing. How do you know the song? Mm-hmm. I had to just know. And then she's like, ah, I'm a it's big few Collins fan. No, no. She said, I'm a big few Collins fan. I'm like, what? You big few Collins fan, and like this is like a millennial, or yeah, Gen, exactly. Gen Z. No, no, yeah, Gen Z, yeah, Gen Z, Z, Z. So, I don't know how to no, put no, that. Hold on, which one is Gen Z? I'm trying to say Gen Z, like you know, proper Gen Z. Gen Z is from 97 down, okay. Is she TikTok type Gen Z? Sh- yeah, TikTok type Gen Z. That's yeah, what you shouldn't is. know, you shouldn't know this yeah, kind of sound. Gen Z. Abomination you, for yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this song is bad. What have you what happened to you exactly? So, and she's like. I'm a big fan of your coins. I'm like, what? And then on the spot, she plays like three, four, five songs. Imagine. Studio, um, find a way to your, uh, find a way to your heart. heart. A couple of songs. Mm-hmm. Even I, one of the songs she played, I didn't know. So I'm like, wow, that's good. I, I'm, how did you get to hear these songs? Because I was curious. And she's like, my pops and my moms are big fans of your coins, mm. and they love the song. So for a very long time, I've been feeding off the songs. Mm. And that's why I feel connected. And exactly at that moment, I realized this actually a lot of us in Nigeria. Even though we have um, parents that listen to different kinds of sounds, yeah. you know, I've explained how I, how like crazy and diverse my sound hmm. growing up was. But you know, that seems to be the same for a lot of us actually. Hmm. And that's why you feel like Phil Collins to the Nigerian crowd is a different guy entirely. There's a connect mm. somewhere. Mm. Now, back to what we're talking about. Before you go on, I wonder how Phil Collins, because essentially, this pair, the first pair on the podcast today is Heavy K, who is a South African DJ. Yeah. Sampling Phil Collins, a song that's probably from the 70s. I need to do double show about 89, that. 89. It's from 89. Yes. I wonder how Phil Collins' music make it to South Africa. I'm sure it was on radio there. Of course it was. It was. Of I mean, course, I guess. I guess. Michael I guess. Michael Jackson was. was always on TV in my face when I was young. Yeah, you had no choice. So, I'm guessing that South African radio, like Nigerian radio, had Phil Collins and them selling Dion, and them that generation was on radio there too. Apparently. Yes. Yes. So it makes sense, and um, you see that there's a connect for music like that. I mean, Heavy K is um, going to be 31 this year. Yeah. Uh, the song was released before he was born. Yeah, Heavy K was born in 1991. The song so, Another Day in Paradise was released in 1989. Mm. So obviously, I'm thinking if um, Heavy K got in tune to music, maybe when he was 10 mm. or 11, you understand? Because there's this story about how he didn't know anything about music but was um, sent somewhere mm. like to check out some couple of sounds for somebody and then he heard somebody creating music mm. and he got connected like, you know what, this is good. Mm. And then he, you know, 
started doing music from that time that connect and and i'm thinking okay maybe age 10 11 that's the early 2000s yeah. that's when he got in tune with yeah um songs these are just um, um, um hypotheses or yeah yeah these are hypotheses but yeah. like i was trying to create a connect you know yeah. how did this guy get to hear the sound because we don't know whether he had a connect with um few Collins when he was younger mm. obviously he wasn't around when the song was a big deal again we don't exactly know if this idea came from Natalia or Heavy K because Heavy K may have just been the producer but you also have to put into process. play that somebody like Heavy K obviously from all the sounds I mean like if you check YouTube comments because we're not living in South Africa so we don't know how heavy mm-hmm. he is there but we know something for sure that people love him yeah and they are and he's tuned a to maker. sound yeah, exactly i mean there was a couple of i saw a couple of comments and i related to one of them now in this current time everybody's moving to ama piano like cabs are the small and you see people like heavy k sticking to the old sound yeah quito music vibe you understand or i want to talk about quito, or quito enhanced quito enhanced doing a big one getting this um this song another day in paradise now the song another day in paradise is a very thoughtful song mm. beautiful song Another in Paradise talks about homeless people, mm. how um, homeless people uh, they don't get um, best of love from people, and how you know everything seems crazy and mad for them. Although the song was quite provocative because he was trying to ask God, why exactly are these people like this, and why is there like nothing actively happening mm. from everybody's end? Like people are seeing these people, they are homeless, they are in front of you. How far is that song from? We are the world 1985. Four years. Just just four years. Yeah, four is years. Is there like maybe some kind of... No, this is... this is that the mood in the no, music? No, no, the mood is different, obviously, because USA Africa is USA for Africa. We're talking yeah. about Africa in turmoil. Africa in, in, I don't know, shambles. And then you're talking about 1989, where he's talking directly at what he can see around him yeah that's like magic for second exactly uh, yeah homeless like, people in new york yeah so he talks talks oh yeah that's oh my There's god connection and the song is very you know soulful yeah like exactly like in the air tonight i mean in the air tonight very strong song very strong message but it was sung in the same way that it connects to any kind of person find a way to my heart as well is a powerful song yeah there are love songs and there are powerful love songs yes yes when you tell a girl to find her way to your heart he has a way of approaching music a certain powerful way and that's the trend i think we can figure from three of his songs that we have talked about so far how does the genre and the message in the song switch from appeal to god or questioning god about homeless children to natalia maboso making essentially a love song with heavy k um using phil collins tune changing the concept and this all comes from um the sound quito sound that's why we need to talk about quito um quito is um the derivative of hip-hop in south africa now but the difference is that south africa people actually took this in as their own genre so it's not like um we hear when we're saying afro hip-hop no they're like saying we are creating something new entirely and we're going to work on this sound like this particular sound, we're going to give it a certain vibe. Hmm. So there's going to be Afro house, there's going to be South African music. Remember the time we had a conversation about how, even though the powerhouses in, in Africa hmm. are Ghana, Nigeria, and South Africa, we hmm. can't call, we can't put um, South African music in the box of, of Afro pop Afro-pop because there's always something unique about their sound. You understand? It's good. I and mean, it's the same thing yeah, with Afrobeat. Exclusive to them. Exclusive to them, exactly. So, Kweto is that sound for them. Hip-hop vibe, but there's a lot of house music. There's a lot of South African elements in it. Can we tell 
when Kweto became a thing because yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, became... we're going to get to Malaika, they did yeah. South African pop or whatever it's called, Afro pop. Uh, what, what what decade did Kweto really become that thing? Kweto became a thing. What, after did, what did Mafikizolo do? Mafikizolo, uh, you, that you call, house. That's house music. Okay, that's purely house. Um, Kweto became a thing. Um, I think um after um after the f- the f- apparent final defeat of apartheid, mm. you know, some from like '96 all the way down. Yeah. So from the late '90s, it was already um you know springing up like in houses in places yes. where they would get the hip-hop sound hip-hop sound and move you know mix it up and make it sound special mm. so it's always been there for them like since it sounded like oh yeah they, they, there was there's this thing that you say Kweto music is a way for them to express themselves mm. about the situations they were in then mm. so for them to be happy so that's why there's there has to be dance mm. in the sound yeah like we're happy it's like it's, it's like celebration music yeah so Kweto is hip-hop vibe with celebration music mm. so you, you know we also know that South African people there are are people that love to dance yeah so it kind of sticks so it makes sense and that's why everything is dance yes and we have have, you know there are a couple of people there are a couple of people that they think are like pioneers of whatever whatever it is but Mm. I I feel like the politics played a major part in all this you know sound for them but the, the guys that we know today that are on the Kweto vibe you're talking about people like Oskido Maforiza Maforiza and as it is now I think Kweto is metamorphosing to Ama Piano. Something like that. That's a deep topic to consider. I was watching a documentary regarding Ama Piano because it's an amazing sound and we are seeing the wave of Nigeria pretty much taking over and tweaking the sound, which is amazing, you know. You know, Nigerians, we still see Nigerian. I need to talk about this about Nigerian people. <laughs> we take every sound that is not ours Legit. and turn it to ours. We, we did that with High Life. We did that with High Life. Imagine, there's High Life, Ghanaian High Life. And in Nigeria, when you come to Nigeria, we have Igbo oh, High Life and Yoruba High Life. Mm-hmm. And you're like, wait, this is not your genre. And you have made it yours. You move that to Azonto, to Bantu. We music. take anything, even the Bantu. Premier Gawu sound. As at the time, the soul Makosa from Manu Dibango, not from Cote d'Ivoire actually, Cameroon. That's the soul Makosa vibe. It's Cameroon. I'm talking um, Premaga. Premaga, yeah, Premaga was Cote d'Ivoire, yes. Yeah. But like we're talking about the soul Makosa sound, taking it and making it ours. Hmm. And now we're doing that with Ama Piano. And I, I feel like people are going to always come at us for trying to make sounds ours. But you know, we're just that no, creative. No, no, it's not that deep. I mean, we just make music. music uh, that's is- what you think, oh. It, 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 we, we just when when there is creativity when something inspires you you can do whatever you want with it it's a free world yes <coughs> yes and um to talk um just to round up on equator music because mm-hmm. we have to talk about how influential the sound was and still is to today um equator music was meant to be like you know that shout back to the government mm. shout back something to, revolutionary it's like it's like taking um an insult and making it your own yeah. so you can't take it away from it's like the word cafe yeah. from that means infidels hmm. that they use against South Africans, the black ones. Hmm. So those guys, they took the word. It's like the N word, hmm. but the, it's not the N word. It's not the same level because these guys took the word and said, we're going to own this word so it doesn't have the same power that you gave to it hmm. when we use it. I'm not talking about people like Arthur Mafokeli, Kati, that he used that. It's, called, it's kind of called the pioneer of Kweto music. South African music, Nigerian music, I think we missed something which we should talk about before I move to this Nigerian-South Africa diplomatic music connection. Um, how much change happened to the spirit of the song by Phil Collins? What did it become? Oh, yes. Um, a from song. a soulful song that um, cries out about pain, 
it became a song that is so fun you can dance to and I have to say this but Natalia Mabuso's voice is beautiful yeah she killed it she has an amazing voice I don't know where that energy came from I wish we got the translation to the yeah yeah the only part we could actually get out was I need you uh, right now yeah yeah so we know that there's a whole lot of okay i need you in this moment i need you to be here connection yeah so there's some kind of connection but we're not trying to jump into conclusions and say this is exactly what it is Mm -hmm. but we do know that whatever it is i mean we follow the story of the video yeah that helps us a lot heavy heavy kb the very creative man was also part of the people that directed that video talking about the guy that is falling in love and was even a character in the video yeah i mean like man is very very active legit yeah um natalia mabos so speaking of South Africa, I mean, I wanted to talk about Nigerian-South Africa connection. Casper, we'll get to that, has good relationships with Nigerian artists, yeah. a- a.k.a. Burner Boy. Yeah. Even though they fought recently, but they will soon set to... Normal life, normal life. Um, Whiskey, Casper, good relationships. Yeah. Whiskey, MT. Um, Questa, I don't know if Questa has been so familiar, but there is there's some kind of connection. Yeah, there's a connection. Um, that less to during is like... Hades, because mm. I don't know he has been um, off the grid for a while, mm. but like during his Hades, he had a connection with Nigerian music and M- connected. Mi has songs with people like AK, with, yeah, with yeah. late WHP. Uh, yeah, late WHP. Yeah. Um, there, there, there are a few others, but there is a solid connection. Yeah, there is. And there is a hip hop conversation that says, "Man, that conversation, man, I don't like to talk about it." You know, maybe we should just let. Yes, it go. Yes, let's let it go. <laughs> um, yeah, South African ladies, because of Natalia Maboso, there are a few of them that have that I'm crushing on that I've liked. Oh, wow. literally, it said crushing on. There this is should a lady be recorded and start. Bam. Legit. I mean, <laughs> I mean, how can you not? I like, like Guapele though. How can you not like Guapele South African? Well, I don't think we can call Guapele South Africa because the she's lady like, that was featured in Coming to America too. That's another uh, South yes, African Yes, 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 yes. The lady beautiful. that delivered the verse on Jerusalem, the the chorus lady. Yeah. Very, very good as well. What was the thing about South African women and music? South African women. Go back to Brenda Farsi. Go Talk, back to Ivon Chaka. You have to go all the way back Malaika. to. Miriam Makeba. Yeah. You know, gra- from the days of Miriam Makeba, talking grandma. about the 60s, the grandma of um, South African music. Mm. Then you bring it down to Yvonne Chaka Chaka, and then we talk, you know, Brenda Farsi. You know, Brenda Farsi, very energetic woman, mm. just so so sad that we lost her before she was even 41. Wow. You get so, and um, yes, and there's still a whole lot going about her estate to date. And, um, you know, there are also a lot of people, even the lady from um, Mafiki Zolo. Um, the corner lady, the, the other lady. Yeah, I don't know yeah. her particular name. Just know them as yeah, Mafikizolo. yeah, And also, you know, those women they are just beautiful. And the thing about South Africans, they have this. Um, I don't like to call it African voice because it kind of excludes us. And mm. we're like, well, we are Africans all too. Black. We're all black Africans. We're all Africans. Mm. So there's no one. One country does not take that mantle that's the African but they have this South African uniqueness in them they have yeah. voices they have like this strength you know and Lady Smith too Lady Smith too the ladies in Lady Smith amazing amazing voices um, Soweto Gospel Choir hmm. amazing voices the ladies that take the choruses and the verses hmm. so yeah South African thing I think that's one of their things too the voice is a is like a unique thing that yeah. that sticks with them, hmm. and it's amazing. I love that. Let's run production. Who are the producers who work? Yeah, with production credits. Um, okay, this one is like you know <laughs> a cool one. Heavy K on you, Ye K, featuring Natalia Maboso. Um, Heavy K produced Year 2020 album Kusta, which is the latest album he released, and Phil Collins, Another Day in Paradise, produced by Phil Collins hmm. and Hugh Padgam. That's that. We're going to play these two snippets, and then we'll come back for the big one 
Casper and your vest. Casper! Uh, your vest, your vest, your vest, your vest! Tito Mboweni, Casper and your vest uh, featuring who? Guapele. Guapele, the song titled Destiny, Sampling. which is a sample of, of Malaika. Malaika, a South bro. African Afro pop group from the 90s, yeah? Yeah, I know, yeah, called the, the yeah, 90s. 90s. Yeah, uh, uh, that, that, that will be a major talk. Uh, for this conversation South African episode all through and through um, except for Phil Collins making an appearance on, on the episode I hope we get to other African countries yeah I would we've been to Kenya I mean you time. said we we're going to go to Japan too so yeah Japan and, and, and China we want to see what music is What's like popping? in those spaces yeah stay tuned to Sample Access Podcast episode number 20 she calls out to the man on the street so can you Administered by Boyga Nelson. Yo, hold on, hold on, hold on. The sample axis. We'll be right back. Wagwan, I go by the name L-O-R-C-O-N, and you're listening to the Sample Axis podcast. Stay tuned. Mic check one two one two. Welcome back, Sample Axis podcast by yours truly, Nelson and Boyga. Just gone by is Heavy K featuring Natalia Maposo, post South Africans DJ and vocalist. Um, sampling Phil Collins from 1989. Yes. So now we have Casper Nuves sampling Malaika. So for the Nigerian listener, you probably don't know Malaika. Yeah, it makes I sense. I never knew Malaika up until recently. Uh, I watched the song by Casper um, Nuves featuring Gaupeli, and the song is titled Destiny. So apparently, Destiny was sampled by Casper Nuves that they the, the, maybe four bars or more four bars four bars and the I, chorus I, I, the chorus of a song by the group called Malaika the same song titled Destiny also called Destiny so I, I learned recently that one of the vocalists the lady vocalist from Malaika group has performed with Casper this Destiny song yes I think they did it recently in fact yeah, it's like quite recent ago. like I think 2019 yeah um, there was um, a South African concert and he brought her out clearly means the that song. there was acknowledgement obviously there yes, may have been yes, payments yes. and all that so and I'm sure I'm sure I'm sure Casper um, is talking about the pair Casper Reverse featuring Guapele. Obviously, for him to name the song Destiny, it's, they, there has to be a connection. It's like when we're talking Bonner about... Boy um, Naughty by Nature. Apart from Bonner Boy Naughty by Nature, I'm thinking... Um, I say way to... Don't know my case. So. That's... Uh, oh, yeah, we've done that episode already. FDC, FDC featuring Wani in yeah. case... 
and they sampled Timaya and Too Short, too short in case you never know. Maya, yeah. And also there was in the um, cover, you would see major thanks to mm, Too Short yeah. for allowing us to use this record. Legit. So, yeah. Let's talk about the Malaika group. I was talking about Nigerians, um, my generation or the younger generation. Of course, South African music in the 90s, there is something about this Malaika group that is somehow American. At the same time, I can look at them in a way as the VIP group in Ghana, but I think they were more polished, which is where yeah. which is where the American connection. The way Cousin. I see groups like I'm trying to figure out one group in America that I want to compare them to, but I just can't think of one. But they made pop music, danceable, some kind of disco. Not they exactly. look like a band now, like the Backstreet Boys yeah. from America. M. Tume, the lady vocalist yeah, was there. Tume, yeah, the two guys in the background. Yes, there. yes. This is a group of and just three. Tume doing the main duty of main duty of making the songs. Yeah. So Malaika is a group of three people, two guys, one lady. Actually, that's a lot because that's like Sky. Sky is one one girl, three guys that yeah. are major. So that lady is the main is the face of the group. The vocalist. She, yes. And uh, she has a powerful voice as well. Did you call her among the divas that we're calling the other time? No. I think she should be also part of it. Amazing, amazing trio. Um, there's a lady in front, and then there are two people. Huh? And the group. How much do we know about them? Um, Malaika. Basically, we don't. Um, for Nigerians, we don't know so much. Yeah. But we are bringing this to Nigerians. They have been active for quite a while. Um, the words that they have been active since the 90s now, and um, they, they are still. They were still active until about. S- seven or eight months ago because I know at some point they took an hiatus yeah. and they were not together for a while and um, reports said it was a decade long so I'm trying to understand because I remember these guys were very very active in 2002 2003 mm. talking about this was the VIP time as well yeah. so they were one of those groups that were springing up but they were doing something different they were not doing the house music or what we, what we were used to for um South African um, sounds. Mm. This was something extremely unique yeah. because they sounded like boy bands. Look at Brenda Farsi, Vulin uh, Dela, very yes. cultural. Even Chaka Chaka, very Nkombo cultural. Too. Even 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 though even Chaka Chaka's first album in 1988, thank you, Mr. DJ, yeah. had some kind of American some connection. kind of American connection. But you know what led that album is South Nkombo African Chi. vibes. Yeah, that's Nkombo Nkombo and. African beer, weird though. So, Malaika Group, I'd like to believe they tried to modernize. Yes. Um, going away from, going a little bit away from um, what what um, Bredafasi did. Look at Maria Makeba in the 60s, yeah? Yeah, Maria Makeba. Down to even Chaka Chaka in the 80s, yeah? Yes, in the late 80s. Late 80s, and then a group like Malaika in the 90s. In the, let's just call them 2000. And who are that's the, where they And uh, Natalia Mabuso. Now, in, in the, the Mafikizolo, Mafikizolo coming from 2010 yeah. down here. How? We had Dijoskido, Dijoskido had this combination with a couple of artists at some point. I won't try to remember a couple of their names, but you know, South African guys have always been in our faces. Mm. And the thing is because we have that connect. Yeah. And I was going to say this thing and I'm going to say it now. Um, big um, respect to um, Big Ops. When we're talking music in Africa, we call three major people. They are the giants. Nigeria, Ghana, South, South Africa. Africa. Every other person, they are part of the mode. Don't forget, um, yeah, they South are. So, yes, yeah, South are still very group. much part of the Diamond Platinum has done a couple of songs. You have Yusuf Ndor um, from Senegal, yeah. amazing man. I think he's even the richest artist in Africa. Mm. And um, I will know, uh, doing great this stuff guy from Congo, Fali Pupa, Fali Pupa. But I'm saying, like, people that have because when we want to take all the way back now, 
were doing from 1940s down here. Yeah. Well, I say 1940s, it was South African traditional music, the mm-hmm. Ghanaian sounds, the um, the um, what's I've forgotten. There's a name, Kwesi, some something like that sound they had then, and then there's the um, the Nigerian sound mm. of the old men doing the juju mm. and then we come down all the way to the 60s and then people like Miriam Makeba take the line mm. and then we're having people like Ebenezer Obey going further doing wild stuff King Sonia they coming into play mm. even other people too I mean we have people like Oliver the Coke I wonder where Festac 77 finds a place in this conversation ah Festac 77 has to be like a pinpoint because Festac 77 every major act as at Africa at the point where here yeah, in Nigeria because they had to make that international acts international acts where, yeah, I mean we had Louis Armstrong around mm-hmm. so that's something Hugh Masakela grazing the grass um, from South Africa and um, a couple of artists from around the world everybody was here to pay their respects I don't know I'm not sure about this but I'm going to need to check I think James Brown was here at some point yeah, yeah. so um, we stood as the giant in quote yeah. of Africa at the I point the sucking everybody in Yes, not many people agree. Not many people agree. Obviously, I I I find like a little bit uh, uh, issue with that. I hope someday we'll get maybe a guest to talk about First Act Seventy Seven. Yeah, yeah. Um, that event. Really I'm nice. sure there are, there is a lot of there's a lot to unbundle from that. It's event. So sad that most of the videos we even see now from First Act Seventy Seven are from people that came from abroad to check what's happening here. To document. Maybe Getty Images, BBC. Yes, yes. Those, those are the doing that. places where you find them. But then our fathers were journalists at the time. I'm yeah, sure they wrote. Yes. If you check Daily Times, you check, the, yes. there would be some records. Uh, let's, let's go back to this Casper Everest. I'm, Before I'm trying we go to get back, a link. We want to establish a link as well from okay. Maria Makeba down to Natalia Maposo. Yes. What elements of cultural or old music is lost? Checking that lineage from uh, Maria Makeba, Yvonne Chakachaka, Brenda Farsi, um, um, Malaika, the group, and Mafiki Zulu. In, in, terms, in terms of South African music, that cultural element they had an identity mm. from the start so they know what they wanted to sound like and they have kept it one way or the other in their sound mm. you know we talked about Quito when we were talking about a lot yes they were influenced obviously they were influenced by you know um, not hip hop I say hip hop only came in late in the 90s hip hop altered Quito in a way uh, that, yes that's that what I'm saying the good way to say Quito, Quito was breasted out of hip hop okay. so it's just that simple but we're saying that original South African sound because we're trying to connect um, Mira Makeba down to Natalia Maboso and then the Malaika lady we're saying okay we have Miriam Makeba now there's an original sound that is around Miriam Makeba mm. now this sound is kept till the point where Yvonne Shaka Shaka comes on now Yvonne Shaka Shaka would have a whole lot of you know obviously she had her own thing like that was strong and mm. powerful and beautiful but you still see that identity mm. that I'm a South African woman and when I speak out and I sing, you can hear that I am South African. Yeah. I am not Nigerian. I'm not Ghanaian. I am South African. That connect goes all the way down the line mm. because even down to Brenda Fassi, no matter how Brenda Fassi was eccentric, eloquent, she had different vibes. She would talk differently, mm. act differently. She had a unique sound. But still, in all of that, you know the identity still stems from I am South African mm. and this is who I am. Did we have the same as Nigerian? No, we didn't. Hold on a second. Nigerian divas. Onyeka Uwenu. No, we didn't. Obi Onyoa. That's what I'm saying. Venio Marioge. No, we didn't. Who was the icon of Nigerian cultural music there's in the 60s? To, there's going to be a lot of talk about that. But in the 60s, the um the females then 
maybe seventies now. Bring that's loud. Now when you talk about seventies now, we're talking about people like Theodora Ifudu, you know, and then we enter into the eighties. Call Venamariogi. We talk about Obionyoha. These are the people that we look up. I mean, if you are going to call a list of divas, mm. you're only going to call five people. No, there. I'm sure we, we can have. No, ten. we have more. But we'll I'm saying, but I'm saying, but I'm saying in terms of. Oh yeah, this you know it's like this. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Nigerian music is kind of splitted in a certain way. If we're going to call the entire number, obviously we we'll have ten, fifteen. Mm-hmm. But we're talking about like the, let me call it. Is it the secular scene now or the out there scene? Not the. It's like this. I'm sure in South Africa they have sounds that are particular to them alone. Mm. In this case, if we are going to call the Fujis and the Juju, they are mostly particular to us alone. Apart from sounds from stuff like Synchro System that transcended beyond our borders. And uh, Ebenezer Obey's early works mm. because after a time Ebenezer Obey actually did step back and did not play like that anymore because mm. he said he, be- he became his own artist mm. and not what the record labels wanted him to do. Yeah. So he became his own artist and that was very early because Ebenezer Obey was actually a very smart man. Mm. Before 24, he knew, okay, this is how I wanted to sound like mm. and nobody's going to make me alter my sound. King Sonia Ade, in all of his creativeness, knew how to connect and that's what he did with Secret System. And that's why you can say Secret System transcended beyond the Juju idea of Juju. It's our music. Mm. So if I say we're going to call all those those women, it's not, it's, we're going to have large numbers. That's why I say the five we're going to call, Evie Edna Ogoli, Venu Mariogi, okay. Obion Yoha, All in the Onye same Kawenu, decade. The same decade? And yeah, most of them the same decade. 70s. And then we say 80s, 70s, late 70s to 80s. Okay. And then we call Theodora Ifudu. Now, do you know Ladunu Desensei? These people were not as popular. Exactly. Maybe because they did exclusively Yoruba music. Yes. There was Salawa Abeni. Exactly. I know Salawa Abeni like the back of my hand. There is um, Alaja Batilia Lake, mm. very cultural, uh, I think, or your state based and, you know, Yoruba. Who is, I go back to the question, who is the Nigerian lady of cultural music in those days? That we will say, okay, Maria Makiba did South African. And she was legendary. She was legendary. Theodore Fudu. How big was she? She was really big. I don't know any of her songs. Uh, you don't know any of her songs. Why not Oyinka Wini? Okay, you know what? I take that back. Hold on a second. We are we are getting somewhere here. Obi Onyoha. Yes. Did a song titled Enjoy Your Life. Nene Nene. Oh yeah, yeah. That is very cultural. Cultural. That is what I am looking at. Oh, okay. Can we have a woman? In Nigeria, yes, maybe in the seventies, Chris Yesenibukwe, who did that over and over again. That's Chris Yesenibukwe. Yeah, me on to you, yeah, on to you, on to you. Yeah, and then she Riri as well. And she was big everywhere. She, she was big in everywhere. Like she went beyond honorable mentions. I, I just kind of flipped up for a yeah. moment, and it's because we are realizing now that we have so many divas. So many. The reason them. why we don't we always put Venomarigo in the in the conversation is because Venomarigo had only one album. Nigeria goes away. Tabasi records probably beat a lot of exactly records. like. And for Oyinka Owe, one love, one love, one love, one love, one love, and then she did Yogo Go, and she did a yeah. couple of other yeah. sounds. Um, Yogo Go is what I am looking uh, for. But I can put yeah. Then we say Shinriri. Yeah, I can put Evied. Now we have that Rivera. Rivera. So yeah, that's what. Songs, songs like it, that. It's very nice, I, but at the same time, there are always influences push that forward into nineties. Um, I'm sure we started to see ladies doing some kind of American music. Yes, but the thing is, we we there we, was a vocalist on Ecstasy, a lady vocalist. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Um, was there a, was she a member of the group? Yeah, she was. How many of them were there? Just two. 
one lady one guy yes oh that's cute i like that <laughs> yeah and that's and that's the Mori bruce family now let's deal with um the 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 sample four bars four bars we're taking from uh, um 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 Casper universe um we're from malaika from malaika and properly delivered by the lady gaopele on that song that is like a sad song sad love song yes and um looking at it you think about the transition of the song now from um malaika the song sounded like soft rock sorry before we continue we did not mention lijaju sisters which is which oh is, my god it, it is not very good again that, uh, that, i like the cultural that, that emphasizes the fact that we have lots of divas the thing is they are just always we don't bring them into conversations enough there are a lot of artists that actually did it you know they were out there hustling but we remember people like steve bonite you know we remember people like Chris Okotie in his days. I was like, why do we remember these guys? The Alex Souls, the Alex Zito, you understand? The Raskimonos, Baba Fryos, Baba Fryos, Black Rice. Why are we remembering those guys? It's because you know they were all up in our face, and I think it still boils down to the fact of this um, equality thing. Yeah. They should have the equal pay. They should have, especially in creative businesses. In any case, yes. we can't possibly remember everybody at any point in time. Back exactly. to Casper. Yes, Casper, your vest, and we're saying okay from soft rock because that Malaika song. The first time I heard it, I'm like, whoa, this is what they switched. Mm. I think it's one of the best switch I've really liked in terms of it. Now this is very hip hop like. It's pretty close. It's, it's very hip hop. Yeah, but it's very hip hop like, you know, and I'm sure you should understand yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah. Hip hop would take that, you know, and switch the beat. Switch the beat, and they, they would make a crazy song. Yeah, yeah. Make it sad. It's like Pound Cake Freestyle. Have Ex- you heard that song? Exactly. There is a vocal in the background that you know is not the original. Yes. It's like Otis Redding. Yes, yes. It's that, like that, that Kanye song. Otis song. Otis song. You remember? If you know Otis Redding song, Otis Redding song. What's the name of that Kanye? sample um otis otis is name yes. of the song yeah and the real song is um try a little tenderness mm. that's the original song from otis jenkins now otis redding sorry yeah we should get to that so that's going to be some mm. sick stuff mm. Uh, mm. yeah because i'm a big fan of otis redding big fan mm. so um back to um casper malaika hip hop likes like sample and i don't know if not for the fact that casper is hip hop we would have said Kweto mm. if there were some elements of South African music into it. But because we didn't have that, we have to say hip-hop. Yeah, it is straight yeah, hip-hop. Yeah, straight hip-hop. And, you know, Casper gave his best lines. It was really beautiful, you know, falling in love with a robot, Heart knowing felt. that there's nothing that's going to happen yeah. and, you know, still going on and on. Sounds like distance relationship. <laughs> I don't know why. Whoa. Why like, you, you know this is not going to... Okay, sorry. I, I take that back. <laughs> you know this is hard to We build. are not advocates for any... We don't say... Whatever we say... We don't endorse be. anything. Yes, exactly. So, if you guys well, are... You have the to, yeah, it you, is. You, I think someone was trying to explain the story in the YouTube comment section saying um, uh, Kaspar was a dead man in the in, in, in the video yes the, uh, in his it was about dying age. it was dying yeah but and then we see that she yeah, has the connection yeah yeah that she has been with him all and the way and there was way. this tech um, yeah Guapele was a robot in the um, video oh really yeah she was a robot in the video looks like Total Recall all these yeah 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 oh wow you just made me remember Total Recall that's cool that's, that's a good movie and that's a cool Meanwhile, that's a cute concept. I've not seen that in Nigerian hip hop. Um, yes. Maybe the closest was Mi's Europe has just fix up your life, but that was kind of occultic, you know. Yeah, it's not occultic. Let's just say very dark. Very dark, uh, but still very creative. Uh, very creative. So, I, I, and it's one of those things too we have to talk about in terms of this video made this song when I what it was. Mm. If I'm being sincere, I mean, 
solid video holographic scenes directed by Kai Lewis um, very creative yes and you can actually say that um, this video actually brought this song to life because you know even though um, the South African market accepts and that's one of the reasons I was going to tell you the other day I just remembered right now the reason why South African music accepts hip hop is because they accepted hip hop as a whole and made it theirs the entire culture and we have not done that they here. infused it exactly we, they infused it and they made it. so as at 97, 98 they were preparing themselves for listening to hip hop songs mm. because they were taking they were taking that hip hop sound and making it their own, having their elements in it. So when they start sharing pure hip hop, they can vibe because this is a sound they grew up on. It's not like here where I mean I grew up listening to I can't I can't hold on to any solid hip hop act from the my early days of listening to music. What you just said kind of agrees with something I heard recently from AQ on the Listening Sessions podcast hosted by um, Obin Agu. Um, AQ was saying that someone said there were lies about how hip-hop was selling in the early days. People took CDs to Alaba, pushed it to Alaba, and then to people when you have not properly connected to. Like AQ was trying to say that the people who would enjoy hip-hop wholesomely in its totality are not the Alaba people. Exactly. So you should have sold to Unilag, sell to Festac directly instead of taking hip-hop to Alaba. Something like that, which I kind of relate to what you just said. South Africans preparing themselves to properly infuse hip-hop into their culture. Yes. And we have seen the success of folks like Questa featuring Rick Ross, folks like Casper. Whenever we want to feature Americans, maybe rappers, it has to be Afrobeats featuring um, American stars. Yeah, yeah. But South African rappers have been able to do it in a way that Narcissi got a Def Jam deal. Yes. And he's rapping as a South African on a global stage. Exactly. We did not come very close to that as Nigerian rappers. Uh, yes. Mode 9 featured Cannibals, played shows in Germany, but still we were not able to connect Nigerian hip-hop properly to the global audience. Maybe because we did not infuse hip-hop properly into the Nigerian fabric. Exactly. It's because we didn't accept the fact that hip-hop was our genre as well. Mm. You know, it's like it's like how we accepted... I mean, growing up, a lot of people listened to Fela. Mm. A lot. I don't know where other... It was I in the up, streets. I grew up in Lagos. I grew up in Lagos and obviously over 20 years of my life, Lagos. So I know what I'm talking about. I didn't know Fela so much, as much as I know him now because I only got to like taking Fela as a musician most recent years like five years six years ago yeah the late 2000s maybe 2020 maybe from like let's just say 11 years Mm. but like the early parts of my life I would know I knew these guys were vibing to it so the transition to Afrobeat was not so difficult it's a Mm. sound you are used to sound you know I didn't I didn't share a lot of hip hop I'm talking you're talking about days of Mad Melon Mm. talking about the days of Paul Paul Akedaru we're talking about where Idris Abukari was giving us um, lecturer. Shibidi Gibidi. Uh, that, uh, that was uh, Apart from Shibidi Gibidi. <laughs> talking about like the, you know. So, I'm not saying these guys didn't play their part. Everybody did. I mean, big ups to tribesmen. They did so well. I mean, obviously, the tribesmen did. That tribe, I remember that tribe. I remember Oya. Oya was a big thing. And there was a lot of rapping mm. purely. Even though tribesmen would dilute a little bit. And, would drop, and it was because of they were trying to be acceptable by the market. That's why I said, you know, there would have been some hard days. It's like this. When I started, especially gangster rap, because mm. the way rap started is different from gangster rap. Rap didn't start as gangster rap. 
and I'm sure a lot of people know that. Mm. People like Warren G's, the people like, oh, what all these little babies and these guys are enjoying to do is because of some of these guys that had laid the, you know, foundation. And we're mm. talking about where rap emanated from. Mm. You understand? So, like, we here would have accepted it, but because the very few that got in tune with the foreign vibe, I mean, when I was 202, I was listening to Kevin Little. Hmm. To all my ladies in the dance, we'll play Nelly Dilemma. And you can tell Nigerian musicians try to sound like they did, them. They did. I can easily put Olufumi and imagine that in a mixtape that has Kevin Little's, oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, something like yeah. that. But then yeah. they infuse Nigerian content. I was talking about shoot two shots. Thief, Ole, Miriam Go. That's hip hop that merged properly with Nigerian Exactly, sound. exactly. Not Shibidi not what uh, Remedies was. Well, we're trying to do, yeah. Yeah. Remedies didn't last for a long time. There bro. is a long conversation that I hope I get to hear more about, yeah, I want about to. Nigeria. I mean, that's right, because that's right. I'm worried, bro. Yes. I, I am particularly not cool with the fact that hip hop cannot sell here. Are we saying everybody is all about dance? You know, I think I said one po- I, th- I think at one point, I'm not sure. 100 because that, really that i can picture this in my head but i think aq said he might have a solution but it would take like a whole lot for the solution to happen mm. do you understand and i'm like oh aq bad guy let's run this thing let's start now it's actually not easy let's start if it was easy saying, someone would have done and that's it. what i'm saying like let's start i'm not saying it's easy i'm saying let's start now so if we have to crawl for the next five years we're fine will it be worth we it we can yeah that's it would be because the culture here still accepts hip-hop because it's not like we don't accept hip-hop. We talked about the um, KOD um, event that happened. Uh, uh, J. Like we don't Lagos. accept it. It's just that... But something is not connecting. Some, exactly. Something is not. Just before we wrap up, we were listening to MI's um, Undisputed today. And then we, 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 we both agreed that that's... You go go you go go. Yes. It's not. It's not. It's not the hip hop hip hop. Yes. That, you know that and appeals. It's diluted, but it's still, diluted, still, but the rap is there. The rap is there. Same thing with Anotelili. Uh, action uh, film. What, what what action film actually? Yes. But action we can call uh, action film hip hop. From Goko to Soko, Tomboroko. You have to do something like you have to dump down. Am I said this on a on and this top podcast? You you have to come vibe. down to street level. Even this beat the knock is a vibe. Yeah, that's hip hop. Yeah. You have to make it funny. Yes, you have to. You cannot be too introspective. I don't know which one did better. Maybe Mi's mixtapes or Mi's albums, but I'd like to believe the albums did better. Yeah, but the mixtapes were hard. They were hard. I remember, Lego Music Three? Oh but, my god! But were they properly accepted? No, they weren't. Because Nigerians don't like that. I mean, Mi Two is way. Mi Two has to be Mi biggest work. Although Mi would say, and I agree with him in a certain way, people loved it. Me, my personal Mi album for me, Study of Young Denzel. Oh, really? That's too. That's hardcore. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, because and after that, I'll pick yeah. Rendezvous. Then I'll say Mi Two. But for like, where is Chairman? Chairman, I'm sorry, but Chairman for me is like. And Chaman had a lot of hits. Bullion Van. I don't even know how. You know, the middle. I mean, like, we were a lot of. I don't know how I would classify, but. But me, I'll say for the first, for me, because I remember, I con- and, and I think it was because I connected to MI in the Young Denzel story, mm. story of self worth. Yeah. Young Denzel. I connected to that. And I remember MI, MI2 that time when it came out. I was big on MI2 because I was still in sex school that mm. time. So everybody was vibing to it. I don't know what would be my favorite MI project. I haven't listened to all of it, but I think. I connected more with the first one, Safe um, yeah, Area featuring YQ, yeah. um, a number of songs on that, you know, the, the fresh... MIC MI though, this yeah. beat the knock is still 
it showed that yeah MI still has very it very intelligent yes a, a good way to wrap up is Casper and MI had a song Supe on Rendezvous yes and you know Casper is a talk here are they the two biggest in Africa um uh, hip hop um there's going to be a lot of questions because um South African people make a whole lot of money Sakodian so I would say the biggest in Africa is just don't Sakodian. say it because okay. it will cost for Hala alright so but that was just that was just a rhetorical question <laughs> no answer but top, top 5 in Africa definitely has Casper yes, Casper M.I. Sakodie. Sakodie. this Has- guy from Uganda Uganda or, or, or Kenya is it Kenya Calligraph Jones Calligraph Jones that guy is heavy but did, did he do it all rounder no 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 no. if uh-huh. it's on that level you might not want so, to put him there so yeah I mean uh, Sakodi went yes. head to head with A-Sud on that yes, song and yes. Madness do you no. know that song I no. do I do I yeah do, I so do. yeah good place to wrap up Casper uh, featuring Gaupele on the song Destiny sampling Malaika production credits yeah production credits for Casper we're talking um, Anati Anati yeah Anati is a bad guy in um, South Africa yeah. Anati um, um, Keys and Surprise and then the album is Tuto from 2017 the song Destiny and Malaika the album is Malaika 2003 yeah. so 14 years different obviously Casper Revers grew up on Malaika listening to their music and loved it and this was great rendition so you're about to listen to Casper in your vest on the first part 2020 to 1989 Phil Collins how far did that yeah, go we're that's talking 31 about years 31 years that's some magic there oh, that's that's a lot magic this is why I love doing the sample access podcast yeah. this is why I love doing I love this. the range yes yes it's great it's cool great. stuff thank you for staying tuned uh Share this with your friend. Follow our social media pages. Share in your circles. My name is Boye Gadoya. Find me on social media. I'd like to connect with you, Nelson. Let's go. Yeah, um, find me on um, Twitter at NWAENI Capital N and on Instagram at NWAENI dot Nelson. Follow us. Uh, we're the Sample Access Podcast on Google Podcasts. We're the Sample Access Podcast on Instagram. Sample Access Pod on Twitter. Yeah, so we're about to listen to Casper Reverse featuring Guapele Destiny and Malaika Destiny.
lot of things about me I mean most of it is true, I'm an asshole I've hurt women, I'm kinda rude but I ain't that broken I got issues but I've improved, really had hope My big heart was bulletproof I was under the impression that people just engineer love But lately these are thoughts that I steer from I lived a couple years without a teardrop I don't wanna die for love like leave a steer come The Sample Axis Administered by Boyga Nelson Yeah, let me try that 